everybody. This is Sarah. And this is Rob. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love, episode 165. Hello. Hello. Happy fall. We just had the equinox. It is fall indeed. I'm actually even wearing a flannel shirt to complete the picture. Ooh. It is, the weather hasn't cooled off too much here, but you know how much we love fall, you guys. We pretty much talk about it every year. We're not really going to talk about it today. But we love it. But and love I, it. I had like the double whammy of going away on vacation where it was really, really hot in L.A. for a week when I was there. And then I came back and it was full tilt, like 50 degrees, where's my hoodie, wrap up with a blanket on the couch kind of weather. Where's my hoodie? I love that weather. We don't. That's like winter here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it anyway. Was, it was where's my hoodie weather. I love that so, weather. Let's put on some tights. Put on some tights. Let's 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 uh, let's put on chunky sweaters and have pumpkin flavored everything. Okay, speaking of pumpkin flavored everything. Yes, have it. Um, you know, it's like with bacon. There's this trend where it's like everything's better with bacon, and there's just bacon everything. And I just think it's too much. Mm -hmm. You know how pumpkin spice? It's like oh, there's pumpkin spice everything. Pumpkin spice Oreos. I don't know if that's a thing, but it probably is. So our listener Anna posted the other day a link to a product that is real, and it's pumpkin spice Pringles. What? Yes, pumpkin spice Pringles. Apparently only available at Walmart. A new seasonal flavor. I'm intrigued, right? Because you know how much I love a Pringle. I love Pringles. Right? I mean, I would almost eat any flavor of a Pringle. Seaweed is, Pringle. Is, is that one of your go-to airplane snacks now when, oh, you, have to absolutely. Buy, when you have to buy a snack? <laughs> the $5 mini can of Pringles? Yes. I love Pringles so much, you guys. This isn't a story about Pringles, but <laughs> pumpkin spice Pringles. Like, I'm it kind of intrigued. It sounds like it is, actually. <laughs> well, it's not, a, it's not a mini topic because, frankly, I think I've talked about Pringles about 85 times. But she also posted up this list to some old blog post that was like, 101 crazy Pringles flavors. And I was like, well, this is my new bucket list. Yeah. There were a lot of them were Japanese and just weird, you know, like nightclub. <laughs> Cheese we a, carnival. We had a very similar conversation on PNS Explosion a couple episodes ago uh, concerning Oreos and the various flavors of Oreos. Too many. And this all came about because of the candy corn Oreos that are out right now. I don't, I don't know if I approve of any of that. That's why this show is not called How Much Do We... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not so fast. Kinda. Well, this list, of, <laughs> this list of Pringles, a lot of them are really weird. It's like Bangkok Grilled Chicken Wing. Or sure. um, Cheese Carnival is one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> I want to go to a Cheese Carnival. Actually. Who doesn't, right? Evans. Probably Grand, Cheese doesn't mm, want to go there. <laughs> Grand Canyon French Fries. These are what Pringles. What does that mean? What does that even mean? I don't know. Something in Japan. Um, fun picnic. These are all basically called America Hurrah. They're all like <laughs> yeah. well, well, sparkler firework. <laughs> the best one is called Old American Circus Funky Mustard. Sure. Sure. That's a real thing. Old American Circus Funky Mustard. Cheese car- There's also one called Nightclub. I like that. I, um, soft shell crab, no. Anything okay. in the the sea sea flavor, I'm gonna say no on. I don't want seaweed. No. There's wild consomme. <laughs> that sounds like what you do on your wedding night. <laughs> hey oh. 
There's this one, though, that looks like these fancy upscale, like Pringles Gourmet. They're even in a fancy can, and they're Thai sweet chili and lemongrass. I would eat that. Yeah, I would. And the other one is tiger prawn and crushed garlic nope. flavor. Well, you don't like the prawn. I don't actually want anything that's prawn flavored. I take it back. But anyway, this was a sidebar we hadn't planned. How much are the Pringles in general? International listeners, if you have access to weird Pringles flavors, please send them. Send them to me. I will give you my home address. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I want Pringles from around the world. So this is my new bucket list. I've only I've only had like four of these flavors. Oh, I was I like, love where's it. where's where's barbecue? Oh, there it is. Well, I thought I thought we were really getting edgy when they had pizza, pizza flavor. Pizza licious is what those are called, as a matter of fact. Oh, Lord. Yes, I've had them. Our friend Chuck is a fan of the pizza licious Pringle. My wow. favorite, the sour cream and onion. Um, ranch, light blue can. Thank you very much. Ranch Pringles? Yes. Don't even think I knew. I'm pretty sure. I don't think I'm making it up because I can see the blue can. See, the thing about my work is that we just have a, like a, our kitchen is like a junk food carnival. And it's like Silicon Valley startup with an Xbox and all of the crazy snacks. It's kind of just like you would imagine. But everything in it is totally unhealthy and terrible. But you can just write anything on the list and it'll show up there, uh, which is how we ended up with a huge tub of chicka sticks. Yes. I may have been the one to write that on the list. But we always have a bajillion kinds of chips and we always have Pringles. But pretty, it's usually plain... Sour cream and onion and cheddar. Mm. Oh, Pringle sidebar. Sorry, I got us distracted there. But it's pumpkin good. spice Pringles. I couldn't. I couldn't not tell the story when you said pumpkin spice. I don't. Nothing uh, says you know, fall. You know like there are uh, there are a couple new um, WalMarts in the Metroland area of Chicago, like in Boys Town. There's a miniature Walmart. I wonder if they have them. I don't know. There's one by I me. I will find out and get back to you. I or guess I should go get it. Huh? When you're here in a week. <gasps> And a half, we might have to go get some. Or maybe Walmart's right by my office. Maybe I will get us some and bring them. I don't know if I should make that promise. The only well, couple times also, I've been into that Walmart, I've I, usually I, just left. <laughs> if those are in your carry-on, I don't want you to feel that you need to save them for me if you get hungry <laughs> on that flight. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm so hungry. You know what I could use? Potato chip that tastes like pie. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to have kind of a sweet potato fry kind of... I don't know. Is it sweet or savory? I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Pumpkin spice Pringles. Has anyone tried them? Try them and then post on our Facebook page what you thought. I think they're going to be terrible, right? They're going to be horrible. But I kind of feel like I might need to just get them and try them. I have a sweet cinnamon pumpkin candle right in front of me that's not lit, but it's still stinking up the whole room. <laughs> actually, I think they make a sweet cinnamon Pringle for the season as well, but that one's actually sweet. I don't know what the base is. So it's like a churro. I think I think so. I didn't read about that one too carefully, but I did see there was something about a cinnamon Pringle. That sounds less appealing. Chips yeah, are no salty thing. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, exactly. That's why I want them. Or fla flavored like a gourd. <laughs> pumpkin spice uh, pringles what else what's like the most ridiculous okay if you were going to think of something that absolutely shouldn't be pumpkin spice what would it be besides pringles honestly because that's probably what that's i would have really good of. i don't know maybe like spam oh okay like you win <laughs> done all right <laughs> back to the original topic contest list. over contest over I love it. Okay. Well, um, how much do we love? We've talked about pocket surprises in the back, in, yeah. in the, in the back, in the, in other, for, in the uh, back of history. Away. 
far away episodes. Why can't I think of previous? That's the word. In the back, in the far away. Before now. <laughs> in the, okay. Past. Well, we've talked about pocket surprises. It was when you like reach into your pocket and find a $20 bill or an Altoid. Um, right. And that's delightful. Or some cheese. Or some cheese. Artisanal cheese that happened. <laughs> that has happened. True <laughs> stories. How much do we also love a really good pocket dial? I love a pocket dial. Um, yeah. They're just, there's something so enjoyable about them, especially when you can actually hear what's going on. My sister pocket dials me all the time. And I don't know whether it's because I'm like at the top of some list. You know, sometimes mm. you can figure out why you get pocket dialed. Yes. Um, but I want to tell a story that happened the other day that was sort of the best pocket dial of all time. It was a good one. But we've given away the punchline, I guess. So yeah. I'm at work, and all of a sudden my phone rings. It's like, bloop, bloop, Rob Lindley would like to FaceTime. I was like, wow, really? We've never FaceTimed before. So you non-iPhone people, that's like a video call for the iPhone. And so I'm like, oh, great, I'll answer. So I answer it, and I'm like quick fixing my hair in the little video screen, <laughs> thinking, what's it going to be? Is it going to be like Shirley in a tutu <laughs> is it going to be like Rob in a turban? Clearly, it's going. there's going to be a reveal, right? This is right. what I'm thinking in the like 10 seconds that it takes. And then finally, bloop, 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 it connects. And I realize that Rob has pocket FaceTimed me and is just holding the phone, you know, down by his leg. And he's in a store. So, <laughs> and he has no idea that if he looked down, that there's a video of me on the screen, which was the funniest part to me, was just knowing that I was there and he couldn't see it. So I start just going, hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. And waving. Yeah. yeah. I hear you go, hey, Robbie. Hey. <laughs> hey, Robbie, what's going on? Just waving. I'm at, I'm at the FedEx Kinko's on Southport for all you <laughs> listeners. I know from back in the days of Gowalla that our listener, Gail Grindley, goes there often. Fantastic. So I was like, so I'm like there and I'm like, and I was sending you a package, which was meant to be a surprise. But I was like, um, and there's a thing on the FedEx thing where it's like, um, recipient's phone number in case we can't leave it. And I was like, oh, God, I don't know what Sarah's phone number is. So I pull up your contact thing. And if you have an iPhone, you know that, like, you pull up the contacts so where you can actually see the number. And there's, like, three buttons, message, text, or FaceTime. Right. Evidently, at some point when I was standing at the counter, <laughs> uh, my, my big gargantuan thumb went over and hit ye old FaceTime. And I was so thrown when you started talking to me that I know that I wasn't even cordial. I you was were like, really weird, especially because you were like, well, I damn it, now to- the surprise is ruined, as if you had to tell me that you were sending me I was, for all I knew that you had been there when I was like wrapping the thing up and putting it in the box. <laughs> I don't know I how long you've been have expected stalking that you were me. Sent. So I, finally he looks down and, and like your face kind of registered no surprise. You I also like, oh. looked like deep fried hell you that day. Fried. Whatever. No, I had been like, <laughs> you're lucky you didn't get a full body. I was like in oh. sweatpants and a t-shirt and, and I had my clunky glasses you on. Not cute. the cute ones. It was so uh, fun though. And then I was like, why don't we video chat more? But yeah, you were like, oh, well, um, I'm at Kinko's. Go. I'm actually sending you a package. And I was like, oh, ha, 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 ha. So, and then you were like, how about we talk later? <laughs> As if I had well, called you. <laughs> what else is weird though is I don't, it, 
It's weird to get a FaceTime from me. Mm-hmm. It's weird to get a phone call from me. I don't exactly. Call phone. I, I I I kind of loathe the phone, and the, and uh, the the older I get, the more mm-hmm. I know how much I hate the phone. Like there, there's so many. There's a couple people in my life, like. Uh, I don't know, like my agent is weird about this and, and, and some other like collaborator type people that mm-hmm. I, that I work with that are, it's like, it's freelancey kind of stuff. And to me, I'm always like, put it in an email. I don't, I do not want to talk about this on the phone and I don't want to talk at 10 AM because the number one question when someone calls my house at 10 AM is where are you? Right. What are you doing? Right. Cause I, cause I'm usually still asleep. And because I sleep on different hours than the rest of the universe. Right. And, and everyone's always like, are, are you okay? Have you been crying? I'm like, no, I just don't. <laughs> don't I just, don't really and even talk. sometimes if I'm awake, I'm here by myself. And as much as I try not to talk to my cat, I a lot of times have not used my vocal cords until right, right. about 4 p.m. every day. <laughs> so anyway. It was funny. I it was about funny, it all day. And so, listeners, do you have any funny pocket dial stories? Because we would love to hear them. Um, and you could, I think that even might be a good one for people to call in with. If you went call in with a pocket dial story or want to write it on our Facebook wall, we want to hear about it. Because we know you've got some good ones where. Um, I like, and- have you, my sister does it, but it's often when she's in her car and then yeah. she's singing along to the radio. <gasps> Christine America Mild does that too, all it's the so time. So good. And it's like full, like like yeah. her life depended on yeah. it singing. And I, my sister's a singer, like it's what she does. Yeah. So it's really good. I love it. That's awesome. Um, pocket dials, pocket dials, so good. Maybe pocket FaceTimes, FaceTimes, or Kinko's FaceTimes, whatever you want to call them. All right, for our next uh, topic, since summer is coming to an end. Not that this is a specific summer thing, but it was something that was my challenge for the summer. I want to update everyone on Rob's Rosé Challenge. So I'm calling this Rob's Rosé Wrap-Up. Wrap-Up? I think you yeah. should spell it with so an I R, though. Like, it's like wrap-up. Like, you're going to... Eat box or something. And you have to do the whole thing as a wrap. I don't know if that would be nope. good for anybody. Nope, probably not. But, um... For those of you who uh, are on Facebook, I hope you have uh, you have seen um, all of the various rosés that I have tried and posted and did like little mini reviews for people to follow along with. Um, I initially was like, I'm just going to try a couple rosés and was going to be good about like taking pictures of the labels with my phone when I was at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Because I was like, that's a really good way of keeping, like, my own techno wine journal. Yeah, totally. I remember, you know, because you have those. Put it into Evernote, by the way. Have we ever talked about Evernote? You can take a picture, store it in there. Ooh, I want to hear more. Okay, save it. Um, Save it. Um, So that's how it started. And then I had an afternoon, an afternoon where I was, uh, it was really warm. And I was like, oh, it is patio wine kind of kind of weather. I want to walk to Jean's Sausage Shop, which is like awesome butcher and gourmet food place in my neighborhood. I'm going to walk over there and get a bottle of rosé. When I get there, they have a whole display of and it's like, and it has a big sign. It's like rosés under $15 or rosés under $20 and something like that. Sign like, me up. Yeah. Totally. So I get the three that look the best to me. Then I get to the 
uh, cash register and the, and the woman's like, you missed my favorite one. And I was like, uh, okay, tell me more. And she's like, well, maybe you won't like it. It's got a little bit of sparkle to it. What? I was like, oh, like lady, you don't know me. I love a sparkle. So uh, I went and got that one and tried it as well. <clears throat> and here's what I'm going with. Here's uh, ooh, this. Here's one that you posted. I did post one, and then there's also one from a listener we can talk about. Mm. All right. So there was there was a couple that I really really loved. Okay, the one that the that the cash register woman posted for me to me tasted a little bit more like a lambic so i actually kind of gave it like a c plus because it was a mm. little too uh wine soda a, yeah and that's not that's not what i want in a rosé mm-hmm. i want uh really dry and i've been finding in my research even when i just get like a glass of something from someplace that mainly the ones that i like are either from france or occasionally there's one from spain that yeah. i like no, for me, for sure, I like the Provence-style rosés because they're sweet, yeah. they're drier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it, I, it must be correlated, but it's, rarely do you see one that's towards that darker pink color that, that is dry. Usually. No, they tend to be, the ones I like tend to be pale and almost peachy colored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, the one that she liked was, I'm going to. It's in a weird font, but it's like um, Dolce, which should have given it away to me right away. That means sweet, right? Mm-hmm. No. Dolce Stil Novo? Stil, Stil Novo Rosso, Rosso, which I have now seen in a lot of places. And I agreed. She was like, it's my favorite for like uh, sitting in the sun kind of drinking. And I was like, you know, I think I could do that one maybe dessert-ish. Mm-hmm. Or like a small glass of it, but to me, that's not like it's pack- not the picnic wine. I think of rosé as being such a picnic wine. Exactly. You know? I'm I'm thinking like, what do I want if I'm going to the beach or if I'm going to Ravinia and I've got cold fried chicken? Like, what's going to go really well with it? Right. Um. This was a. There was uh The second one I tried was Cortijo. Cortijo, maybe. Cortijo. It was. Uh, it's a Rioja. Yeah, yummy Spanish Rioja, and it it was delicious. Uh, but it again, it was that darker red, which in this case it didn't mean it was that too sweet. Uh, it actually to me had a little bit more of a wine taste, you know, a mm-hmm. really winey taste. Uh, all of you absolute wine experts out there are probably rolling your eyes at my lack of descriptive powers. We just know what we like. We don't yeah. care if it's the no. fancy talk. Exactly. Um, the one that I liked the very, very, liked, it's almost number one, and it's the first one I entered, actually, was from France, and it was Dom- Domaine Saint-Eugène. Eugène. Um, yummy, 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 yummy. It was so good. Um, and I posted a picture of it and the labels. It was delicious, perfect. It's exactly what I look for. In- that, yeah, that looks good. Oh, and here's the one that uh, our listener, Melissa. Melissa, yeah. Um, And she's from Indiana, and this is an Indiana wine, and I think she said it's, um, where didn't she say something about Indiana born and bred? Oh, Indiana grown and made. Love it, as a Mm -hmm. fellow. Creek Bend is the vineyard, and we had a couple of other listeners from Oliver Winery, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And there you go. 
enjoyable. Thank okay, you, Melissa. I, um, I have a couple more that I need to post and that oh. I will hopefully before. I tried Pushpin Rosé. Yeah. The other day, which is widely available, and that is really, really delicious. Um, we had a dinner party at our place uh, like three or four weeks ago, and we were serving the delicious Ina Garten uh, tequila lime chicken oh. and the yummy Sagaponic corn pudding. Oof, so good. That's a winning menu, folks. Yeah. I'm telling you now, you cannot go wrong. Mm-hmm. Have that in a small mixed green salad. It's the best. Delicious. We had pushpin rosé that night. Delicious, delicious. I took a picture of the label. I'll put it on the on the site. But my very favorite, hands down, still the winner, is the rosé that we served at our wedding, uh, mm. which Sarah and I actually went to the winemakers. Um, it's from the Santa Barbara region. Uh, the parent company is Coupe, Q-U-P-E. But uh, the rosé is made by one of the daughters of the main uh, winemakers and her label is Verdad, V-E-R-D-A-D. And she makes a Grenache rosé. And she's done a couple really, really uh, good ones. Uh, we served it at our wedding. Um, I drank it at your wedding. It is. It's the best. It's, it's my favorite one. It's dry, but it does have, uh, like I was saying, that characteristic of a nice red wine. It does have kind of a, it still tastes like wine. It doesn't taste uh, in, and specifically red wine, like it, t- it tastes, it has the darker fruit, uh, backgrounds to it. Uh, it's delicious. And it's a Grenache Rosé from Verdad. And they're, uh, they're a smaller winery, kind of a boutique winery, but, uh, they have a wonderful website and I would tell you to check it out. Uh, I said I just got back from California and my in-laws are so cute. They know that I love it and they always make sure that there's a couple bottles in the fridge when I come over. Sweet. Makes me happy. Um, so anyway, that's my rosé wrap-up. Um, I love rosés and I don't know if I'm ready to give them up for the fall. So you might find me still in the dead of winter drinking rosé here in Lincoln Square. Well, you know what we normally do at the beginning of the show? Yes. Why don't you do that now? I will. Um, what I'm drinking is out of the exact same glass uh, from our last What Are You Drinking? The little red elephant glass. Mm-hmm. Having kind of a homemade vodka soda. I've got my Soda Stream soda water, some Svedka vodka. I, I did a splash of my Stirring's Blood Orange bitters just to oh. give a little flavor because vodka kind of doesn't have any flavor. Right. Um, why don't you ask me what I'm drinking? What are you drinking? Well, it's funny that you should ask. So we've talked about Lillet in the past, which is, um, I, is it an aperitif wine? It's a wine, but it's like, I don't know. Is it like a fortified wine? It's a little thicker and sweeter. They made, there's a Lillet Blanc and Lillet Rouge and we love the Lillet Blanc. Um, it's a great thing for the summer. And this year they came out with a new variety and it was the first new variety they've come out with in some number of decades, but I can't remember how long. And it's Lillet Rosé. What? I know. Excited when this came out. So uh, I bought some like at the beginning of the summer. I kind of had to hunt it down and then never drank it. And so when (laughs) it's been in my fridge for a long time. So when (laughs) Well, so today, tonight, Rob was like, we should do that rosé wrap up and talk about the Lillet. And I was like, I haven't tasted it. So I busted it out and I'm working my way through it tonight. I just poured myself a little more. (laughs) 
I had one ice cube. It's nice on the rocks, but I'm just having it on the rock because I only had one ice cube. Rock. So what are your thoughts on it? It's tasty. It's sweet. You know, it's sweet. I feel it would be good in like a spritzer. Lillet in general is good with a little splash of club soda. Yes. And I think that would be delicious here as well. It's very tasty. It is. It, it's very definitely very sweet, but I mean, it's supposed to be sweet. Yeah. Um, now, for those of you who are familiar with uh, Lele Blanc, usually it's traditional to serve that with an orange wedge. Mm-hmm. And or a uh, wheel. They, mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a wheel of it. Uh, uh, this, I think, either on their website or on the bottle, they, they suggest a pink grapefruit yeah. wedge. And I think that that is the best way to describe it. You actually. need something a little tart with it. Well, it's it came a- with a little booklet of um, cocktail recipes, and these look delicious. Oh, yeah. There were a couple where there were kind of like rosé versions of uh, the James Bond martini. Martini, yeah. Gin and uh, in the Lillet rosé. It's really delicious. So, uh, they like orange bitters with it. Ooh. Blushing yeah. Manhattan. Two parts Lillet rosé. One part Hudson, New York corn whiskey. Well, that's good stuff. One bar spoon gum syrup, which I actually just saw at a store the other day. And two dashes grapefruit bitters, which I have. See, they also are like, here, just have it on ice. Garnish with a grapefruit slice. It's pretty tasty. It's definitely, I feel like this would be great in the heat of the summer. Yeah. Um, It's pretty sweet, but um, it's delish. Lillet. It's affordable. It's usually just under $20 for the bottle. Um, And it's it's usually in that section where, like, Dubonnet and Campari are in your liquor store. It's an aperitif kind Mm -hmm. of section. But we enjoy it. I'm a fan. Um, all right. So as it is Rose fall, wrap up. we, uh, we, uh, we've been starting to think about, we're, we're, we're almost ready to start talking about some of our fall TV shows. Some, some are back already. I'm, I did my spreadsheet, you guys. There, there's been some new ones that have premiered already that I've really enjoyed. And, uh, we promise that we'll talk about them soon. In the meantime, feel free to tell us what you like, because we would we would love to hear what you're enjoying. One of our very favorite shows has come back already and it's, uh, we're about, Two episodes yeah, in, just two, just two. But I, I, we are we're going to get specialized with this topic. How much do we love Lisa Welchel on Survivor Philippines? Right, you guys know who Lisa Welchel is, right? Maybe the younger listeners don't, because some of the people on the show don't. I think it's silly that they don't know that, though. Better known to most of us as Blair, as Blair Warner from The Facts of Life. I mean, she's listen. We we give her our. We give her a hard time on the PNS explosion a lot of times because she's kind of an easy target. But I got to tell you, I'm going to have a tough time doing that now after watching her on the show. I think she's great. I mean, you know, she's very she's, religious. She does like a mom's ministry. She's obviously very conservative. I don't know if she's, I mean, conservative. I don't know if she's politically conservative, but she seems. I don't know either. You know, but she, she seems, seems conservative in her, love- you know, go about. And she's delightful. She's a total super fan of Survivor. So she's so excited to be there. It's challenging for her because she's very shy and she's not used to sort of playing herself. Um, And she's struggling a little bit. And I am totally rooting for her. They're showing her so much the first couple of episodes that make me think she's not going to last. But... But I got to tell you, on the first two episodes, she has pulled her weight with the puzzles. She was killing it with this last one. Yeah. In her little tennis skirt bathing suit. She's so cute. she, She also looks exactly the same, but older. Yeah. I follow her on Twitter too. She's enjoyable. She's a cutie. I 
what conferences she's going to with her daughters and so on. Well, um, she's also been very straightforward in her, you know, interviews with the camera about her concerns and her fears and her insecurities. And it's very, it's just refreshing. I'm enjoying the Lisa Welchel. She at one point said, you know, I, well, I'm shy and people don't understand that when you're, when you're an actor or whatever, you know, if you give me a part to play, I can do that. Yeah. She's like just being myself is kind of hard for me. And, um, and also like you got, she's kind of living out a little bit of a, some of the frustrations and I don't know if you want to call them demons that like uh, the child stars have where she said things like, Hey, I've been on my own since I was 12. Yeah. Or, you know, when I moved to California to do Mickey Mouse Club and I don't know, I think she's cute and I like, I like her. her. And um, I liked one when of- one of the guys did recognize her and he was like, aren't you going to tell everyone? And she's like, no. He said, well, why not? And she said, well, I just, it was something I did as a kid. I, why are, nobody else gets asked, well, what did you do as a kid? You know, yeah, it's like, because it's she clearly, was honest about what she's doing now. And she's like, it's not who, it's, I think it doesn't, it has defined her to the public, but it doesn't define her to herself. And she wants to sort of just go and be one of the gang for a change, even yeah. though it's on TV, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Well, anyway. and she, I also, uh, I, even though she was like, I'm, I'm really shy and let's, I have a part to play. Mm-hmm. You know what? One of the things though, I think she clicks into like actor mode is when Jeff is like, survivors, come on in. Are you ready for today's challenge? <laughs> yeah. She's always like loud and clear front and center. Like, yes. She's ready to make an entrance. <laughs> totally like giving me cheerleader energy in the front. Anyway, I think she's adorable. Yeah. I got to tell you, she was my favorite on that show back then. And also growing up in like a super crazy current, conservative Christian household. Uh, I either had her cassette of Christian pop or my friend Shanna Weiner let me copy it from <laughs> her. Anyway, I had it on cassette tape and um, fantastic, fantastic kind of like uh, nonsense bubblegum pop music. Like anyway, that. so uh, that's 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 what we think. So we're we're gonna have we're gonna have more fall TV show yeah. discussions to come. In the meantime, as always, we invite you guys to interact with us and tell us what you're digging. Uh, you can tweet to us at how much do we love, or you can write on our Facebook wall. Uh, we had a listener write on our Facebook wall the other day. I don't know if you saw this, but I took it. Um, it was a quiz. Of, it was from our listener, Jack. He left a link that is a link to a quiz where you have to match a reality show tagline to the reality show. Love it. Yeah, go check it out. That's it's on our like Facebook they've page. Been, they've been spying on our show. Exactly. Well, Jack was like, how many can you guys get? I think I got, I don't know, there were a couple I didn't know. A couple of shows I had just never heard of and then also a couple of shows that I've just never watched before. But The, one, the best one for all times is always going to be See You Later, Decorator. Oh, that's a good one. Joe Schmo was good too. Joe Schmo was really ashes good. to ashes, dust to dust. Rob, you're dead uh, to me. You're dead to us. So good. I love it. All right, I want to wrap up with a challenge to you guys. You guys know I like birds, right? Birds are the coolest. Um, sub challenge that I hadn't thought about until just now. Rent that DVD, the series, um, the Life of Birds from the BBC. It's a fantastic okay. documentary series. Cinematography is beautiful, but mostly you will learn. That birds are cool. Birds are cool. They do crazy stuff. They're smart. Anyway, do you guys have bird feeders in your backyard? I challenge you all to put up a bird feeder this winter. 
Mm. It's enjoyable and you can get really into it. And also if you like um and just get a get a little pocket bird guide. You could get the um Peterson bird guide for, for Eastern or Western. You could get the National Geographic one that covers the whole country. The Kaufman one is pretty good. But if you're an iPhone person, there's also quite a few um bird guide apps which are really great because you can um you can search, you can say, "Well, the bird, I know the bird is is in California, it's July, it's under 10 inches long, and it'll keep narrowing it down. So it really helps you identify birds if you don't know what you're looking at. And also, you know what? If you put up a bird feeder and you have a bird and you don't know what it is and you can get a picture of it, I will ID it for you. Love it. That's my challenge to you. A thistle feeder is a, is an easy way to go. You can get like a thistle sock. You'll get the finches that way. Um, but just a regular feeder with the, with the mix that has the sunflower seeds in it is... Like songbird mix, it's usually called. You'll get it. You'll get addicted to it. I love. When I gotta people... tell you, it's very, it's very, very fun to to uh, travel or even just like have an outdoor lunch with you or your dad because no matter what comes by, you well, guys will know what it is. I feel like it helps you look it's at the world exciting. in a different way because I, the birds I are. Agree. Yeah, the birds are always there, right? And you just don't see them unless you're looking for them, and it's sort of like. You know, when you're when the lens comes into focus, all of a sudden that moment of discovery when you're like, oh, my God, I had no idea that this crazy bird just lives here that you would never have noticed because you never stopped to look at it through binoculars or you're just walking through the city. Um, Most cities have great birds because they'll kind of flock to the parks. They'll flock to the more, you know, the wooded areas within the urban areas. Right. So if you have questions about where to bird, Chicago, you guys, is a fantastic bird city for a whole variety of reasons. But um it's a great place to bird. Anyway, birds are cool, and I have I finally put up some bird feeders this summer, and it's it's fun too because you know you you get you get used to the ones that are the regular visitors. You might have five or six species that come regularly, and even if you're not a bird expert, when one shows up that's different, you know it. You know you'll be like, that's different than the guys who normally show up, and then you'll want to know what it is. What is it? It's very fun. It's like a treasure hunt. I like it. Bird feeders. I, love them. I wish I had a yard. I would put up a bird feeder. A suet feeder is another easy way to go. You can get, um, it looks like a little cage and you can just buy a suet block and you'll get um, woodpeckers and bunches of stuff. Birds like, like different, birds like different things. If you put up, put out some orange halves, you can actually like just tack them onto your fence. You'll get Orioles. I like it. The Jays like the peanuts. Um, what was the name of that um, birders documentary that was on HBO? Oh yeah, that was okay. That was called. It was something about Central Park. Yeah, it was called it was enjoyable. something it was enjoyable like Birders of Central Park. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's a good example of because it, it talks about the variety of birds in Central Park and, and in particular the people who appreciate them and go watch them and count them and 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 um, what it means to them. And that's kind of a good example of people are in the hustle and bustle of this you know, urban craziness. And then in the middle of it is this oasis with this enormous amount of bird species. Um, it's very cool. Birds like are cool, it. you guys. But I'm telling you, Life of Birds, if you like a nature documentary. All right, let's recap. So how much do we love pocket dials? Tell pocket us all dials. your great pocket dial stories, everybody. Um, how much do we love Rob's Rosé wrap-up? Check it out on our Facebook page. You can see all the labels and um, try your own. If you've tried a really good rosé or you try one in the future, share with us, please. Let us know. We'll add it to the album. Yeah, we want to know. Which leads us to how much do we love Lillet Rosé? I feel like that's part of the wrap-up. I like saying it. Uh, How much do you love Survivor, in particular, Lisa Welchel? 
Lisa Welchel. Blair, hang in there, darling. Do I hope it. You don't hang get in there. Voted off soon. Those young people are so catty on your tribe. I don't like them one bit. I know. And how much cool. we love bird feeders and birds. Birds are cool, you guys. Birds. I like it. I, it's one of those things where you think you might not be interested, and then once you start, it's pretty yeah. cool. And also, the birds will appreciate having something to eat in the winter, just like all other animals. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good challenge, though. I went. I went. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear everybody's process, uh, progress about that. Birds, I love them. All right. Well, that is it. We will see you guys next time on How Much Do We Love? Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.